Okay. Hello. Welcome to the Empowered Empath Podcast. I am so excited. I've been looking forward to this uh, podcast chat for weeks. I have Miss Honeybee on uh, to share with you all. And um, before I tell you a little bit about how I know Miss Honeybee, why don't you just like say hi and just like jump in and be with me in this space for a second. Hello, everyone. I'm Mrs. Honeybee of the highest. It's a pleasure to be here. Jess, thank you. I'm thrilled. You could probably hear the joy in my voice. <laughs> my cheeks are rosy pink. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. <laughs> I always get so much energy when I listen to you. Okay, so that's how I how I know Miss Honeybee is I found her on Instagram and so she does readings and she reads cards and reads energy the way that I read energy for myself. And that's one of the things that attracted me so much to you was we were just before we press record talking about like the authenticity. There's an authenticity about the way that you read energy that is very unfiltered and uh and very nuanced and specific and to me the way that you read the cards and and not even just the cards the cards are just like a vehicle but the way that you read energy it seems it feels very like re it's like rev in reverence with irreverent humor and like bubbliness and there's it's like so much energy coming through but there's spec specificity which is how i see the world and i've gotten so lost in the energetic nuances of things throughout my life. And that's the type of folks that I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to other um, HSPs, highly sensitive people, other people who can mm. feel and sense uh, different frequencies of energy and are really learning how to drive, like to own that and to drive that in their life. And I just thought it would be so fun to have you on and just chat with you about like all things energetic nuance and learning how to 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 use these the nuance of frequencies for you so you can be your own oracle so you can go walk down the street kind of like how, how you do in an Instagram video and just like receive messages from the universe because yes. that has been so helpful to me so I'll just say that to just start <laughs> us off what does that bring up for you <laughs> it brings up pure bliss my body, as you were talking, immediately got calm as I was sitting here listening to you, and I have the pleasure of being able to also see you, my body shifted and the energy outside of my physical vessel took an exhale. My body exhales, but I felt the world around me also exhale separate from my exhale, mm. which then allowed for my physical vessel itself, like my skin, to breathe and hug myself. You mentioned HSPs, highly sensitive people, and that term, oh, it just <laughs> sung to my soul because there are so many of us who are highly sensitive people. And oftentimes I have found that we don't sit still. Mm. We have to move because there is so much energy we are picking up 
And it's the nuance, it's the subtleties, it's the whispers and the breath of the universe that we sense that we have to respond to it. And sometimes it's a reaction, an uncontrollable reaction when we are disconnected from the truth that we are highly sensitive. And I have learned that as we accept our sensitive nature completely, being highly sensitive becomes far more fun mm -hmm. and exciting. And <clears throat> I want to giggle because <laughs> I realize that as I'm connecting with someone who's giving me language that I don't normally use, which is highly HSP, mm -hmm. for example, my body's like, oh, I'm talking to my sister. Oh, I'm sitting with what I know family to be. Oh, I'm at home right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is beautiful. And so to be listening, to be having this conversation with you right now, and I'm so excited that we get to share this with others. I feel that this is going to bring such a calm over our mm -hmm. entirety, our essence, our beings beyond the physical vessel. And because we are going to feel understood I feel that this conversation we're about to have is going to allow for us to not just feel understood and also be understood. Mm. Did you say understood or understood? Well, That's fun. I we'll love that. Be, um, we'll feel understood and we'll be understood. Yeah. In that the feeling often as a highly sensitive person, I feel that we sense things on the outside and they also have um, a marker. Uh, um, there is a, a match, a marker on the inside that allows for us to understand what's happening. Mm. Um, oh, okay. So myself is going here. So I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out. Yeah. As a highly sensitive person, when I'm reading and I'm doing, whether I'm reading cards, pendulums, bones, tools, forks, light, trees, clouds, birds, shape of birds, patterns of birds, whether I'm reading this, um, my smells that are not here, but are there. Um, I just recently had a friend that I was with not too long ago and we were just walking, but we had a transformative experience mm -hmm. 20 seconds prior to her being like, I'm smelling something burning. I said, nothing's burning, girl. What did you just drop and let go? She goes, mm -hmm. wait, what? I said, mm -hmm. you just dropped and let go of something. I was like, ain't nothing burning. Mm -hmm. And she, I was like, what happened within the last like 20 seconds? And she goes, oh shit, wait. I was like, what were you stressing about? And I was asking her these questions and she goes, oh shit. She was like, I would have never known that something wasn't burning. I would have thought that there was something burning around me. I said, mm -mm, you got to know the difference. I was like, but I know the smell of fire outside and I know the smell of a fire inside. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference. But when she said it, I picked, I was able to pick it up. Her energy was different. And, and it just, there were so many things that were speaking. And so when I read, I am connected to the most rawest aspect of selves. So I know that I read for people who I am in one at one with. These are mm. individuals who are myself. And no matter mm. how 
ourselves are one and in what capacity I know we are one and I trust our oneness. And so I will throw up everything that's coming out for the duration of our reading because I know all of it's valuable. And I'm also impeccable at making sense of it all because I've spent several years just felt like removing every distraction from my orbit so I can learn Mm. energy completely Mm. and learn how to speak it to the point where when something's happening outside of me or and as a reflection of me my insides communicates with me so impeccably that I have the language to articulate what's happening and what's going on um and so as a highly sensitive person I feel that the more that we can accept and receive that sensitivity and say, I am sensitive and it's okay. I am sensitive and it's empowering. I am sensitive and I can feel these sensitivities and also accept ourselves in spaces where our sensitivities heighten. And we are, especially like as a highly sensitive person, when we're around people who are dishonest, and I'm going to say that one off jump, you can sense it almost underneath, like in your nerves. Mm -hmm. And it's like something's going on. It's like you start to glitch because you're like, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a delusion here. There's an illusion Mm -hmm. that's here and it's starting to confuse me. And my system is letting me know there's an off, that that something's off, something's off. And so when I, when we stay in those situations where we're buzzing because there's things going on around us that we feel we can't communicate or articulate or, or put a, put our finger on it because we are needing to partner in tandem with our reality. Mm-hmm. We, when we allow ourselves to accept those moments and say, I'm going to stay in this discomfort, we get to learn so much about frequency and how we communicate with our reality and how our reality can, can communicate with us as well. And it also empowers the body to handle those sensitivities without it driving us up a wall. Mm. Um, okay. So many questions came up that I want to ask you, but I think the most pressing one, I think like across the board, like whether like any human, whether you identify as highly sensitive or not, like any human, but speaking of highly sensitive folks, like I know so many, well, I don't know about so many, but I've heard of folks talk about their sensitivity as a weakness. And I under, I understand that because I like masked my sensitivity for like the longest time, masked, M-A, like putting on a mask. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it can be challenging to go out into a part of the environment where we don't feel like we're understood and it feels like that belief of feeling, wait, I'm going to go, let's say I'm going to go to this gathering tonight. I'm going to go to this gathering and the folks there don't, they don't play in the sphere and talk the same talk that I talk. So how do I show up as fully myself when I can't speak that language? And I think that learning how to dance um, with being with other folks who don't necessarily understand that way of being. Um, I, I like the word dance because there's, I think it's important that we show up in, in all spaces that we feel comfortable to flirt with and comfortable to play with mm-hmm. and learn to uh, 
play with those energies and those frequencies like you're talking about. And it does make us stronger and it helps us show up and bring our gifts forth to the world. And it can also be really overwhelming. So how do you, I guess, recommend playing with really holding that identity of what someone has found in themselves? Because I remember for myself, like 20 years ago, really jumping into finding all these energetic nuances and things that felt quote unquote crazy or quote unquote not real. And it was like, no, I just felt that. And I sensed that. And I partnered with that within myself and then something shifted for me. And so that mm -hmm. was real. Nobody else can see that was real, but I know that was fucking real. And it, I hid that basically for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And so, so how do you sort of, oh, I, I just went off on a tangent. Um, how do you like playing with, I don't know, it's almost like a coming out party, coming out and being yourself with mm -hmm. other folks who maybe aren't, aren't like your way, mm -hmm. but in a way that's sort of towing the line and flirting with it. Does that, did I, did I distill that enough? You said it so perfectly. There's so many things that you communicated. You painted so many pictures and <laughs> I feel that I understood you. So I'm going to respond to what I feel your question is. So one, I feel that when you are a highly sensitive person or just a person in general, and you're in a space and you don't feel understood there, the first thing I recommend doing is dropping all thoughts as quick as possible. Yeah, so good. That means anybody that's in your space, if you could quiet your mind by choosing to listen to everyone else that you hear, not listen to everything and not listen mm -hmm. to everyone, but listen to what you hear, because mm -hmm. there could be a whole room of people where there's but yet you also hear, yeah, because Charles, and then Brittany, blue colors, purple, rose colored, oh my God, bergamot. So in all of these sounds, you're hearing words that do make sense. Yeah. So if you could quiet your mind by not thinking inner thoughts, but listening to outer sounds that make sense to you, you can then start to allow yourself to harmonize with the space because when we step into a space and we automatically feel that or we're not when we automatically feel this dissonance i'm not understood here we're automatically criticizing the people there and ourselves totally. there's thoughts such as i don't think i can be myself here i don't think they're going to accept me here i feel like i need to start moving like this and you know what's happening we're feeling everyone in the space and then we're feeling everything in the space and what's not being said is what we're picking up on. And so we can see what's being shown and we also feel what's not being delivered. And so at that point, because we have such a full and such a vast understanding and um, connection to the energy in the space, the subtleties, we have to allow ourselves to get quiet quickly when we're in these spaces because we have the if we have not done the shadow work yet to heal the inner child that will retreat in large in in um in public spaces or in social spaces um or in new spaces that we're just uncomfortable in then 
we'll start to trick ourselves into believing that we cannot something. And that cannot belief, that cannot narrative is so untrue because we can. What ends up happening is we have to work on our solar plexus, that yellow light, that confidence light, that willpower light, that faith light where we're like, okay, I do feel like I need to be myself here. I am picking up on a lot of things. I cannot sit still. I am feeling these shifts. And it's about time that I go ahead and just add myself into this mix and be prepared for any questions that someone may ask. Mm. When I mentioned earlier that we often move around, let's say we're at that party and we're like, oh, I don't know if I can be myself. I don't know if I'm understood here. I'm going to find out if I'm understood here. So if my mind says, I don't know if I'm understood here, what I'll do is I'll communicate to that voice. Hey, baby, in my head, I'll say, hey, baby, I heard you say that you don't know if you're understood here. Who do you think does not understand you here that you're worried about? Mm. And then it's and then myself will give me answers or focus on people. And if it's the whole room, then I'll say, "Okay, boo, then it's going to be time for us to show ourselves. Where do you want to start? Because we're going to start somewhere, babe, because we're here. You brought us here. We're here. We're going to grow here. We have a purpose here. And everybody here is a reflection of us to some degree. We don't have to engage with everyone, but there's but there's people here that are going to elevate us and we're going to elevate them. We're going to grow together, harmonize, and we're going to sing this song and dance this dance. So where do you want to start and be the most comfortable? You want a snack? Okay, girl, me too. Boom. And then we go get a snack. And then it's like, okay, you need an edible? Then have a little edible, honey. Boom, boom, pal. Then what do you need next, girl? Okay, there's a, there's a group over there that you feel like is your little crew. Then let's go walk by. Let's go see. And then they're kind of looking at you. Then let's go over there first. And then you pop over there. Hey, y'all, this is what my name is. We're going to find out if we are accepted here. If I am not accepted here, Time to go. Let's hit it, boo. But if I am accepted here, you know we're going to stay. If one person accepts me here, I'm staying. If the whole room does not accept me, I'm out. Mm. However, we're going to figure it out because right now we're dealing with unknowns and it's the unknowns that are tickling our bodies and getting us uncomfortable. Mm. So we're dealing with the, there's a lot of stuff outside of us that we don't know about, but then within us, there's a question that we have a deep desire to know, which is, am I accepted here? Mm. And that's often a thing I find with me as a highly sensitive person. And it could be a thing as well with many people I just don't know specifically so that's why I said it that way um which is are we understood as children we're often not understood I didn't feel understood as a highly sensitive child my mother even told me how peculiar I was however I could pick up on everything where I'm seeing people's faces shift I'm also seeing pe people's like fingers do different things. I'm sensing people's body do different things. So when you mentioned like there's a shift that just happened within me, I um, I recommend for yourself to be understood by your reflection, someone within your orbit that you were just with engaging with, they there's someone there that's a reflection of you that understood your experience. And if you look, if you look through just even your peripherals and just scan quickly, right when you have that shift, you'll notice someone may even move their body and readjust. You may notice that someone may have a shiver. You may notice that someone has to move their hair. Someone has to change or alter themselves as well because they just had the same shift that you had. And most likely if someone was talking, it was probably the person that was talking that shifted you.
and you'll be able to, and if you have a conversation with the person that was communicating or with someone else who was communicating, maybe mentally listening to that person. And so they're shifting energy in their body and then you're picking it up. So then you're shifting as well. You can be like, tap somebody. Hey boo, um, did you feel something just now? They kind of like, you could ask the question mm -hmm. because sometimes we have this narrative that I can't have this type of conversation in this room. Let's say, for example, the party is um, I work for a, a, a Fortune 500 company. It, it's a corporate event. It's a corporate party. It's not really giving spiritual woo woo. So like maybe I, I don't want to have this conversation here. Maybe it's not the environment for that conversation. That's all this. That's all a name. Narrative. It's a preconceived notion. It's something that we have decided yeah. in our mind. It's a belief that we have, but it's not really true until we test the hypothesis. And really? so at that point, it's let me see if somebody's in on it because you know I normally find out that everybody loves to have these conversations because it helps them feel understood and they end up relaxing. So I'll often find that if I go to a party, I'm working the room. And I'm working the room because if I don't, I'm going to be uncomfortable there. And it's because I normally find that people are really constricted. So um, as of recently, I just was at a concert and I walked in the space and I could feel such a separation. And I was like, oh, I this is not going to work for my spirit. <laughs> and so I was like. I didn't ask myself any questions. I just let myself do what it needed to do. And so I started to notice that there were people around the room looking at me and it like, um, it felt like they were recognizing me and knowing like there was connections being made. So I was like, I'm going to start there. And I just started making the connections, whether it was a physical touch that needed to happen, a compliment that needed to be exchanged, an acknowledgement of a presence that needed to be communicated. I started there because then myself wasn't a solo anomaly in the space. I began to consciously mm -hmm. insert myself in the music of what yeah. was already present. Yeah. And with the people that were already there. And so then it allowed for me to start to breathe and my breath was able to be shared with the other oxygen that was there. So as opposed to me rejecting the space because of my uncertainties, I said, I know somebody here feels me. And so I just started to connect with what felt me. And then those who I was connected with, we started breathing together, dancing together, socializing together, laughing together. Our joy, our high vibration started to expand. Now the room is slowly becoming more and more and more and more harmonious. And it's like, oh, I'm a part of the shift. The shift was going to happen regardless. I also allowed myself to be a part of it, though, as opposed to waiting for another initiate. I said, oh, no, I'm going to be in it with those who are also wanting to initiate this coming together, this harmony, this dance, changing how we were dancing. And ironically, by the end of this event, it was so juicy. And I felt that it was because we end up create we and um if it was like a hard shell egg, those of us that were ready to crack, we were like, let's start to crack the egg. So that way we could all come out of this together. Okay. I 
what you just said made me think I have to get my scarf on when I'm running a lot of energy a lot of people get warm I get freezing as fuck I'm so cold right now with sweaty armpits I'm just running so much energy I'm like freezing cold okay um what I want to ask you is um okay so empaths this, this podcast is called the empowered empath and I always say like I like <laughs> I think it's really fun to think of like, okay, if you had a vision for the world, like what would it be? And somebody actually asked me this the other day, like in your business. And I'm like, I want to empower the fuck out of, out of the sensitives. Like I want, like my wish would be for ev like every sensitive person in the world to realize their own power, to realize that their sensitivity is their superpower and then to rise up and share it with us. So one of the major uh, uh, hurdles is boundaries in being an mm -hmm. empath. And when I'm when I was listening to you, I was <clears throat> thinking about how that has been such a major hurdle for me to to practice boundaries and the way that I've practiced it has been I've I've moved in and out of practicing this idea of boundaries with my mind and with my energy. And one thing that mm -hmm. did help me at least in the beginning was to I don't necessarily recommend doing this, but for me it helped for a minute years ago where I would walk into a space and just for like, forget that I could sense energy and just only focus on, wait, nope, my mind is my business. Their mind is their business and kind of take it mental, kind of play with the belief structure for a minute. Mm -hmm. And now <clears throat> the last few years, I've been stepping more and more and more into my energy and owning that and then feeling kind of tidal waves from other people. Um, I think like, I don't know about other sensitive folks, but it, it lights me up to like what you're talking about, going to a concert, going to a party and just like to play with the waves, to play with the energy waves that are there with all of the energy that other folks are emitting and dancing with. And mm -hmm. that inspires the fuck out of me. Um, and to do, I think to do what like you were like your example, what you were doing because where I have gotten hung up is where I'm like, oh, I want to I want to like, you know, do this, too. I will in the past, I've gone to someone in a party and like that I felt like a resonance with. And then all of a sudden uh, past me will like feel like, OK, this is good. Now my energy is complete. And then my mind hijacks my old belief pattern, hijacks my old recovering people pleasing good girl syndrome where it's like oh no you can't leave now you're gonna be rude like all that kind of stuff goes and I'm like then I get stuck and then I can't leave the person and then I don't do what my energy wants to do which is flit around which is move and so mm -hmm. boundaries going into a space like that is so that you can affect change so that you can leave when you want to leave all, all of those things. And so it's, it's a, it's a funny concept because it's like, okay, we're literally part of a sea of energy constantly mm -hmm. flowing through us and we're a fucking individual. So these two concepts have to be <laughs> recognized and played with. So how do you, yeah. how do you play with the concept of boundaries? Um, when like so many people have the, the hang up of, Oh no, I don't want to hurt their feelings. So how does that land for you? You actually answered your question um, in this moment, which the audience won't be able to see, but in this moment, as you asked the question, you touched your throat. Oh. <clears throat> and it's the communication. 
It's throat chakra. It's communication, communication, communication. I'm so raw with my communication. Even if I'm shaky in my throat, if I'm uncertain on my language, if I got to fumble and trip and skip and, and flop and flail a little bit, I will do it. However, I will always communicate. All right, girl, I'll see you in a moment. All right, girl, I'll be right back. See you in a minute, girl. Okay, give me a second. I'll be, you know, and I'll, I'll let myself communicate my departure. Mm. Unless I am in a group and if I'm in a group and we're having like a, let's say I'm at the, a party and I'm with four people and we're all talking, 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 but I'm now ready to move from the group. And I'll, I will do like the, and I'll, I'll do like the little whisper with some little hands, like, mm -hmm. see y'all like in a minute, like I'm going to go like, and I realize that, that I'm safe to do that. Myself had to learn that though, because I wasn't certain if I would be rude to leave. And I learned that when I needed to go, I had to leave immediately. Mm -hmm. Myself would do this thing. And I had a friend call it out to me. And my friend said he knew when I was about to leave a situation because I started gathering my things. He was like, he said he would watch me and he'll notice that I will start to stand upright. I'll start to like, if I had keys or if I had a purse or if I like whatever, or if I had a coat or if I, whatever I had that was mine or that I needed that I was going to take with me where I was going, I would start to collect those things. I would stay engaged, but I would slowly mm -hmm. start to grab my stuff as mm -hmm. I'm still listening to them. And he was like, oh, this this girl's about to leave. She's about mm -hmm. to, she's about to depart. I can tell. And so my friend like mentioned it to me. She was like, that's how I know when you're complete with a situation or a space. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize I did those things. But, and then I, after having conversations with me, I was like, oh yeah, myself wanted to subconsciously let the person know, hey babe, you need to wrap up whatever you're doing with me. Cause I'm finished here and I don't want to mm -hmm. interrupt you and be rude but just know that my energy is complete so now I have matured to just communicating where I'll even interrupt a person be like hey babe um I am interrupting you so I'm not going to apologize for doing that however my energy has reached its capacity here my energy's reached its max in this particular scenario I need to shift so we may like, like so I gotta go um, I don't know what that means. However, I do got to go. And people are like, oh, like I, I normally get the response. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, cool. Like, okay, great. And sometimes I'll have the one-offs where people be like, oh, wait, one more story. And I'm like, oh, no, uh -uh. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no, it's no, no, <laughs> I got to go, babe. Got to go, got to go, got to go right now. And so it's the communication. It's, it was so uncomfortable for me in the beginning because I was a people pleaser and I did not want anyone to feel like I was disengaging, glossing over, like I was uninterested. I didn't want anyone to feel that because I had known what it felt like. But then I realized that they could feel a myriad of things. Like that's one sensation. That's one feeling. That's right. one narrative. I'm like, they could really like, they could also be a person who knows that they're long-winded or knows that they could go like, you know, and also I had to realize who I was as an energy. And I know that like most people who connect with me, they could keep going and keep going and keep going with me because especially if I'm interested or I'm, if I'm portraying interest or if I'm choosing to just focus on them and receive. 
And I received so genuinely that if I wasn't me, I would keep talking to me until myself ended the conversation because I'm the way that I receive people is really beautiful. Mm. And so I get why some people don't want to not leave my presence. And mm-hmm. so I had to realize that, oh, I am, I'm a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. So I do need to make sure that I cut a situation, that I like end the conversation, that I step away when I need to. Because like you mentioned, when we're meant to, <clears throat> when we're highly sensitive and we're so highly sensitive, people are meant to shift around a room. Some people don't feel what we feel. And they'll be like, girl, what are you feeling? Just calm down. And it's like, what do you mean? Just calm down, girl. I feel like there's all these inner conversations happening in the room. And I want everybody to say what's on their mind <laughs> like at this point. <laughs> and so we're meant, I find, to be in these spaces and flutter around. Mm. So we often got to heal. Our, we often got to unblock that throat chakra. Yeah. We often got to unblock that solar plexus. We often got to express that sacral chakra. Then we also got to mm. heal and purge that root chakra. Mm. And then we have to open up that heart chakra. We have to allow ourselves to get into a space where we can speak our minds. So we got to heal the heal whatever is blocking us from speaking our truth. We have to allow ourselves to heal whatever is keeping us from opening up our hearts to other people's perspectives of us and other people's responses to our authenticity. We have to allow ourselves to unblock what's happening within us that keeps us from trusting and having faith that wherever we are physically, our souls brought us there. Our spirit soul brought us there. And so we are safe to be there authentically. Mm-hmm. We have to allow ourselves to unblock whatever's happening within that within that so, sacral chakra that is keeping us from s- expressing our creativity and, and being in our flow. And then we also got to allow ourselves to clear whatever's happening in that root that is convincing us that we are unsafe, that, that the fear needs to be honored and as opposed to the courage and that... Um, The energy in this room is too unstable to be solid ground for us to land. Okay. Can I say when you're talking about the different chakras, Mm -hmm. um, something speaking to the root chakra forever. I like 20 years ago, I was like, okay, my, my, I identified my sacral, sorry, my solar plexus was where I needed to develop. And so it was good to know that so that when I went out into situations, it was like, okay, I'm going to use it as a development tool for my solar plexus. And then of course, played around with the other ones, but it's only been the last maybe like two years that I've developed and I'm 40 and that I've developed a very intimate relationship with my root chakra. And the way you just described it, how did you say purge, heal and purge. Mm -hmm. And so like, okay. So watching you on Instagram, watching you dance, you like mm-hmm. to me that is embodying and like moving with that root chakra. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. you you move with a lot of different energies too, but like not a lot of folks move as freely in their body as I've seen you move on camera. And for myself, who I wasn't a dancer, like you've been a dancer, but I love yoga and I really like my own little cave private spaces. And I have found this way to be weird as fuck in my garage moving with, with someone else directing me on a, um, streaming service. I found this streaming service called the class 
and it combines yoga and movement and like like gro ooh, like groaning move using your voice to move energy and meditation and like freestyle dance and i kid you like yeah. i cannot even tell you how much i've healed in the past two years like my husband now says he said to one of our best friends he's like yeah jesse moans now <laughs> just like matter <laughs> of fact and it's been one of the most healing things for my throat chakra and so i just wanted to give that to folks if, if, if you're like okay how the fuck do i like purge the root chakra for me it has been through my using my voice and yes. using my voice combined with my body and breathing, breathing, moving it through. It is so hugely important. I can't stress it enough. Like I have cried and laughed in that space. My kids are like, make fun of me. Cause they're like, wow, mom, you're really obsessed with the class. I'm like, yeah, it gave me an <laughs> in, it gave me a vehicle for those people who are, who are like on the fence and like, I, I could never dance the way Miss Honeybee dances. That's too out there for me. It's like, okay, we'll find something a little closer that you feel you can step into. Maybe go in your garage and lock the door like I do. So it's your own sacred quiet time where you can just purge like how you were saying yes yes oh my god thank you for sharing that oh my god my body is <laughs> soaring we taking flight right now so i'm like come back down she's like and i'm like yes girl go go so happy i love that you mentioned it because when we're purging that root chakra, it's like you got to un unclog the drain and let all the gunk fall out. And so when you're able to dig down deep in your body and especially like primal movements where you're squatting, you're yeah. kind of taking on the essence. I'm going to use animals in this sense. You're taking on the essence of a gorilla. You're taking on the essence of a frog. You're taking on on the essence of um, even like a skinwalker that you would see on a camera that feels kind of creepy. You would take on the essence of like, um, uh, like a banshee. You would take on the essence of, of, um, of Gollum from Lord of the Rings. When you get in that type of energy and you let yourself, uh, 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 and then, oh my God, okay, hocus pocus. When they lift up their dresses and they're yes, and they're walking, that energy there—it's so it's so sexy to me because it allows for you to say, "I can be completely just black, and it's okay." And I um I actually I was doing readings yesterday, and there's another healer that I was doing a reading for, and I was just clearing his energy, and I'm like, "Babe, I need you to." breathe. I, I need you to breathe, but I need you to exhale out of your anus. My like, dead ass, exhale out of your anus. He goes, oh shit, I feel so much joy right now. I'm like, yeah, like we don't realize sometimes how tight we are in our, I don't want to say reproductive organs because what a booty is not a reproductive organ, but in, in our, I don't want to say orifices either, I don't want to say in, entry points. I'm going to say entry points. Mm. And I'm going to use entry points, trigger, warn, trigger warning, because of trauma that we have. Mm. We often, there's certain spaces, inner thighs, pelvis, groin, lower back, where um, chest, um, ooh, chest, 
where we concave. So sometimes people will be very tight in their chest, but you, you'll notice they'll they're they're caved in. Um, the thighs, they'll whoop. Some people unconsciously are gripping all day in their thighs, where even when they sleep, they sleep with their legs really close together, curled up in a ball, where they're not ready to like just let loose, open up, and just blah. And it's and we, so when we have been invaded against our will or in any capacity. We have to allow ourselves to get into a space where we can open up those, open up and breathe through those wounds and those closed off energetic dense pockets. And so when we breathe out of the anus, you literally allow yourself to like open up from the bottom, but the back, but also like it um it un it like it's like if there was if we were a bottle and the bottle top is obviously up uh you know at the top of the bottle you know you drink it da 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 flip the bottle over when you breathe out the anus it's like twisting off the bottle cap and letting all the water fall out the bottle mm-hmm. and not worrying about it so and from there it's like this realization oh I'm safe here oh I can relax here. There's nothing that's going to harm me here. Then you get to have these sensations. And then when you pair it with these thoughts, bliss, Mm. bliss, it feels so good. Mm. And so when we're purging that root and you're able to bend your knees or plie and get bouncy and then start to get into that, oh, oh, ha, save the last dance is coming to me where Mm. she's sitting in the chair and he's like, yeah. yeah. Um, get in that. Mm. But um, she may do that quietly, copying him. But if she starts to then copy his sounds, mm, ah, woo, and you're exhaling while you're bending your knees, oh, it's a different ball game. Now you're taking your, I call it your lotus flower. I see the chakras as like sometimes I see the chakras in a lot of different ways. But often if I'm helping someone clear. I'll see the chakra is like this orb of light in the center. And then there's these six lotus. There's a lotus up top that's open. There's a lotus on the bottom. There's mm-hmm. a lotus up front. There's a lotus to the back and the lotus to the left and a lotus to the right. And I'm like, I need you to blossom your lotus, blossom your root lotus on the bottom that faces the ground, whether you're standing or sitting or whatever. And then I want you to breathe the light that's in the center of that root of that chakra. And I want you to breathe it out that plant. And I want you to push it out. Exhale through your exhale. As you inhale, I want you to open up the flower. As you exhale, I want you to let the light out. And then from there, you get to have this purging happening where then we can start to talk about the emotions and what's happening afterwards. But we got to get the energy out first. I like to do the energy work first, because once we get the energy out, then you're clear enough to even receive the conversation and the communication. And then and you're also having your own conversation. Memories are starting to flood in. Um, you're starting to remember. Then you're also able to be filled up with more light. So you're able to also handle the frequency of the conversation in general without being triggered. Now you're open to receive. Now we're able to do the thing. And so when we're purging that root, it unlocks so many other aspects of our chakra system. And it's, and when you mentioned your throat, when you incorporate that throat, that ha, huh, and then you 
bounce it in and then you have that root chakra as you're moving your body. Now you also have a solar plexus, you have a sacral, you have a heart that's all in between. And that gets to open up and then click, 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 because we don't, nothing's linear in our healing. So sometimes we're working on the heart, but we don't really feel it as, we can't communicate it as deeply if we haven't cleared the mind to where we're now able to receive the heart communication, uh, you know, and, and let it track through. So maybe we have to just start communicating. Maybe it's in song. Maybe it's um, in light language or in whatever language you would speak. Maybe it's just making sounds out loud. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's just screaming just to open up the throat to where now that now you could take the energy from the heart that you've been working on and inhale it up through your upper chakras where now it's starting to break open all of that blockage up top where now you can start to see. Now you can start to think. Now you can start to know. And then you're able to have like a free flowing here. Then maybe from there, your next thing will be to work on your root. And then naturally that's starting to allow the water to then move down. And then once you start to get things clicked in, now you have a free flowing system. It doesn't always have to be linear. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. um, eight, nine, you know, whatever else. Sometimes it's just work where you feel ready. Start where you feel like you want to yeah. start. And then if you need to bounce around, I'm a girl who don't mind bouncing around. So I'll be like, I'll just pop, 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 pop. Because then that's how you get natural and authentic healing where it feels less jarring because sometimes you don't want to deal with the most heaviest thing. Sometimes you don't want to deal with the most lightest thing. Um, it just depends on really who a person is. Um, so thank you for mentioning that about purging that root. So anybody else that's here, I definitely do recommend. Um, I don't know about the class. However, tap in, y'all. Um, tap in, tap in. And, and if it's the class, tap into the class. If it's going to a dance class, go to a dance class. If it's going to the park, if it's going into your garage, if it's going into your bedroom, closing the door uh, and turning up the music so loud. Yeah. Um, I love rock music. I love all types of music. But if you need to play some rock music um, and just like, especially like screamo and allow yourself to wail and go and squat. I love also like a frog's pose where like I'll open up my legs as like shoulder width length and I will squat down like booty hole to the floor mm -hmm. and balance myself as much as possible. And I will inhale there and I will literally, ah, uh, yeah. And let all that energy out with myself squatted because at that point I am as open as possible. And if you know about the shape, again, I don't know how we're getting into the anus today, but the shape of the anus, when you are taking like a poop, they say like, if you have a squatty potty, like pull your knees up when you're in that, the, the, the anus is shaped in an S curve. And so when you're in that squatted position, that deep squat, that like baby squat position, your, um, your, your S curve is straight. So it's like your canal, your anal canal mm -hmm. is, is, is now not S shaped. It's, um, I shaped. So now it can purge. It goes from curvature. It goes mm -hmm. from, from curved to straight up. So now the water, it's like, um, imagine if you have a, a water hose and it, you curved it and you're trying to let the water move through, it has to move through those shakes before it comes out the spout. But if you just have it straight, it will just pew. And so when you squat down like that and you exhale and you're audible, ah, uh, openness, 
openness, you're allowing your body to help you heal the energy. And you're then allowing yourself to also embrace the emotion. And if you, it's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Oh my God. I can just feel so much energy moving through just listening to you. And I, uh, I think one of the things I really love about you is you just like go for it. And so I'm, I'm writing that with you. And I think like, if I'm also thinking about going for it, like it took me working up in my garage to like, be able to blast the music and moan loud. And I, Uh and to go for it. And I also want to speak to like the beginning baby steps of, of where you're like, okay, I I don't, I I can't do it at a hundred percent yet. I can't turn up the dial yet. I want to speak to that piece for a second. Just say like, I, even though I, I've been doing this, like, in the garage for a couple of years, I still will have these thoughts. It's like, I'm flushing these thoughts of, Oh, what are my neighbors going to think that comes up? And then I get the opportunity to fucking Mm -hmm. meet it and then breathe with it and let it exit. And then like, like letting it move through. And so I think one of the things that like to demystify, uh, like, um, moving your own energy through is it sounds so amazing and one of the things just like fair warning is it's gonna introduce you to blockages so like to add to that my um reflection would be practice meeting each thought form because right a thought is just a form of Mm -hmm. energy practice meeting each thought form with awareness that it is just because it's a thought that you thunk doesn't mean it's necessarily the be all end all truth. And you have the option to keep it or to breathe it through in your, Oh, in your moaning practice or your movement practice. And yes. Uh, oh God. I want to say that, but also I want to say, dude, it's like, we're, we're, we're like close to the hour. This went by so fast. <laughs> <laughs> we are, I mean, like <laughs> I like, I have a, like a rough idea of like, okay, we're going to talk for like 30 minutes. It's been way more than 30 minutes. The time has just completely flown by, which I just, to me always signifies just being in the channel and in the flow. And (laughs) I want to, you're such a powerhouse. I really appreciate uh, you coming on. And I want to ask you like, if there's like one, like, like piece that, wants to come through you that you just want to gift to folks that um whether it's just like a thought that came through or if it's something about even like how you maintain like something in your daily practice that you want to share like what comes through that you want to end as like a little gift to kind of close off our beautiful discussion today oh my god i'm so glad you asked there's one thing that is tickling and they're like say this say this say this he <laughs> one is you're so perfect mm. you're so perfect i feel that everybody that's going to listen to this i want you to know that you're so perfect mm. two i'm hearing right now that you're doing okay i'm channeling this through you're doing the work so remember that as of now if you're hearing me you can calm even more your nervous system and your mind from questioning if 
you're going to make it or if it's ever going to end or if you'll ever get there where it won't bother you because this journey and this life is never about it no longer bothering you or the thoughts no longer coming in or you no longer having dissonance. It's about the dance. It's about the party. It's about the flow. It's about the, uh, the allowance of movement through. And it's about the specific keyword being through. So know that the moment you have realized that you are someone who is willing to meet it, whatever it is, at whatever capacity, and work and climb the ladder at your pace, you've already become. Whatever it is that you have this vision of that is, I would love to be if, okay, so some people see me and they're like, Miss Honey, I would love to be like you. You're just so free. You're just so, so confident. You're just so all these things. And yes, I am boo through and through. And I also am not, I still get nervous and I still get scared and I still get afraid. However, I always choose to be courageous. And it wasn't until recently that God showed me that, oh my God, honey, I need you to calm down because you already made it. It was never about you getting a perfect score and becoming a professor that never was going to learn anything again. It was about you becoming the person that was going to know how to deal with dissonance when it arose. So it was about you being able to deal with discomforts consistently throughout your existence because it means that you're constantly willing to grow. If you're looking at a tree, there is no tree that is never, ever, 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 ever going to have any brown or wilt on it at all. There's going to be something on it unless you were manicuring that tree at all times. Other than that, if you look at a natural tree, it is always going to have a little brown, a little crack, a little a little something, a little whack on it that is like, wow, that tree is never really perfect in its natural state. No, it is. It's just that it has duality. It has polarity. It has trinity. It has wholeness. It has it's everything all at once. So if you're someone who is choosing to, let's say, purge your root chakra and you're like, well, I'm going to start and, and I'm going to start not necessarily, you know, making the sounds, but I'll start doing the body movements. You've already won and just mm. keep going because your willingness to say, I already know I'm uncomfortable, but I'm choosing to do this one thing. Even if I was like, I'm going to try it really quick in the corner. That mm. is the, that right there was the win. Your winning move was the very first move you made to step outside, to step actually through the discomfort. Even when you you have the thought that says, okay, I'm going to do it. 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 Oh my God, I did it. I did it. Okay, I did a little bit. I did a little bit. You've already won because what you've already done is began. The moment you begin, it does not matter what pace you take. You've already started. You're going to keep going. So you may see it as, well, I have to keep starting over and over and over again. No, you're not starting over and over again. You're moving at your own pace. And so your pace may be, well, I keep dealing with the same stuff. I'm in a karmic loop. I'm doing this over and over again. Are you? though or are you just expanding upon your courage to get you prepared for the next stage that will require this amount of courage sometimes you have to be willing to play the same level 70 million times and i believe it was balanchine that said the quote something along the lines of this is i remember this from my like college so this was like 2000 something but like i believe that it was 
Balanchine said that he would rehearse the routine over and over and over again until he couldn't get it wrong. And so I feel that if it's, that's not the quote, then somebody said it, but, mm -hmm. or maybe it was just my teacher. However, allow yourself to do the lesson so many times that you then, you can't not move forward because then you'll realize that maybe you don't dance like this person or maybe you don't emote like that person or maybe you don't transmute like that person but you do dance you do move and you do transmute you just do it in your way and so from there you'll reach the part the stage where you say oh i'm doing it i'm just not doing it how they're doing it you may not cook like emory but you cook though you may not cook like martha but you cook you 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 cook like it doesn't matter to what caliber and, it, and you may say, well, growth is getting better. Is growth getting better or is growth continuing? Is growth continuing to stay in it? Is growth continuing to be involved? Is growth continuing to stay with the party? Is growth continuing to be consciously aware even when you're not doing it and you're like, I'm just not choosing to do it today. I'm not choosing to do it again. I'm not choosing to do it again. If you say, I'm going to go to the gym every day this year and you only go once this year and you do that for seven years straight. And then finally, by the eighth year, you go to the gym then twice that year, babe, it just took you eight years to get to the point where then you could start doing what you wanted to do. But you made a man, you created a world and, and manifested the reality of the version of yourself that will go to the gym every day. But you're you're working through a, a version of self that is that has blockages and your blockages are different. So there's a lot of things that you may need to clear before you have the willpower and the motivation, the self-motivation to be at the gym every day. Maybe that is something you deeply desire and want to do, but then you'll probably get into the conscious awareness eight years later. Wait a minute. I didn't go to the gym every day, but actually over the last eight years, I became more active every day to where then you realize, oh, my language was off. I thought going to the gym was the activity, but it was just, I needed to be active every day. So you walked on, you walked every day, you walked, you ran sometimes, you ran errands, you went to go do this, you got more busy, um, you took on more opportunities that had you needing to walk upstairs, you moved apartments, now you live in New York, now you got a five-story walk-up, now you, and then you realize that, oh, you set yourself up for success. You really did. It just didn't look as, linear as the vision that you had. It just didn't look as specific as the vision you had. So whoever you are listening to this right now, take a moment to really sit back and look at the things that you have pressured yourself to accomplish and say, what have I accomplished though? And how did I accomplish these things? And look at every way you've accomplished it, such as going to the gym. How have you just simply been active? How have you, like, what are the activities? Even if you're running errands, going to the gym, you, you go to the bank, you go to the this, you go to the that, you're getting in and out of the car. You're getting, you're, you're, you're sitting up, you're sitting down, you're riding, you're moving. You're then, how much, how active is your body? How much are you moving? How much are you just look at really broadening your perspective? Because, I'm a very optimistic person and that's also how I read. I allow for people to see what they're already doing. So th from there, they could then shift and grow and move however they need to. But sometimes we just got to alleviate ourselves from the pressure that it has to look like this. Cause if it ain't this, mm -hmm. then it's not. Yes, it is. Mm. Let it be and let yourself have your wins where your wins are at because you're a winner every day.
and you know you're a winner every day. So let yourself be a winner every day and let yourself be a winner right now. Let yourself know how you're a winner right now. You can work through and get through all the details later on, boo. That's great. I'm a Capricorn, six stellium, so and a rising. So I get it. I know about the perfectionism and I know about wanting to be detailed and specific and, and getting the job done to a T and right. However, let yourself know how you're winning right now and how you're impeccable right now and how you're already doing it right now, regardless of what level you're at, because your consistency at whatever level of consistency or intensity of consistency you're at is more than enough because the judgment and the criticism and the in, the intense ridicule is not going to help anybody anyway. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's, let's be real with ourselves. You know, you growing, you know, you're expanding. It's okay. If you're doing it at a turtle's pace, because who are we racing against anyway? Where are we going anyway? And like my friend Danielle says of Color We Crazy, we're literally living on a floating rock in the middle of what? And it's going to move how it moves. It's going to grow how it goes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to float how it floats. It's not going anywhere. So where are we? Like, we're literally, where are we going? <laughs> where are we going? Like, no matter how fast you move, where are we going? If you hurry up with the day to hurry up and get in the bed to go to sleep, tomorrow really ain't going to be tomorrow till the sun come up, I guess, or until even the moon come up at 12, whatever that is. Like, we can really chill out if we zoom out. So remember to zoom out and look at the, look at the whole picture. Zoom out. Ooh. Oh my God, sure. that was a fucking transmission. I was just like <laughs> dancing with you on the side. Oh my God, thank you so much for uh, uh, that message at the end. Like that's just like a cherry on top to like, what a gift. Thank you so much. I'm glad that came through. Um, and thank you for this entire conversation. Um, it's truly been a pleasure for me to have you on. Um, where can people find you? Like, where are you active? Like, how can people connect with you? And I'll I'll link all this stuff in the show notes too. Okay. Thank you so much as well. I want to make sure I say that. Thank you. Oh my God. I'm so happy to be here. And this has been phenomenal. Thank you for our conversation and our engagement and our connection and our authenticity and our dance. It's been an honor and a true pleasure. Um, you can find me on TikTok, on Instagram, and on YouTube. I got time is my social media handle and it's the same across the board. It is spelled E Y E G O T T H Y M E. I like the first I got mm. like milk and time like the herb. I got time. And then you can also find me on my website, www. I got time.com. And yes, I believe that's everywhere. My link tree is also the same. I got time. So it would be the link dot the link tr.ee.com, or I think that's the website. And then or, yeah. So if you ever look up link tree, link tree, I got time, and you'll find me. If you look up I got time anywhere, you will find me. And that is, yeah, yes. Oh <laughs> I'm actually updating my website today too. So, oh, really? Um, cool. Yeah, I'm going to be incorporating um, pretty much everything since 
is everything that I can find that I have done podcast interviews, books, um, everything. Cause I took everything off my website and just made it simple. And so today my spirit was like, let's put everything back on the website for everybody to find and have access to. And so that way it's just, it's all there. It's just all there. So every interview I've done, um, mm. the books that I've written, um, the services that I provide, um, a little bit about my story as well. So my biography's there and it's just one page. And then I also have um, an email list as well. So that's a free email list where I send out affirmations and I call them ascension affirmations because the affirmations that I, that I send out are intended to assist with your ascension journey. So they are, um, they're words that phrases, sentences that truly elevate your soul where you could feel them as they, as they're being spoken. And I also share them verbally on as a meditation on YouTube as well. And so, and then my girl, Wisty Hart does my, uh, does the music for us. And so she's a well-being activator, beautiful spirit. And so we have uh sound bowls also in the background that's happening um, to allow for the, the frequency to seep into your aura at, so that way it can dip into your chakras, feed back into yourself and elevate your whole essence. Um, so yeah, that's, that's so how you good. can find me. I, that was when you were saying all the different links to all the different interviews that reminded me of something I wanted to say, um, which I don't normally do, but I just kind of want to end with almost like a like a prayer, just like a little, just a tidbit, just like a little seed. And I just want to say, I, I feel like our conversation was so juicy and had so much energy moving through that. I just, my hope is that it reaches every single person that it is meant to touch. Um, and I don't actually use, usually use this words, these words, but I'm even going to say activate to, to, to that this conversation is meant to touch those. It is meant to activate and that's how I want to that's how I want to end <sighs> I share I align with that my soul said that the frequency that I was emitting was a calm to the nervous system of every highly sensitive person that watches this video mm, here's it I wish they could see this as a video it's fun to watch you <laughs> and especially when you're talking <laughs> about the different chakras the way that your 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 um, <laughs> arms move so I'm sorry you can't see uh, maybe one day it'll be a video podcast, but for now, this is where we're at. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Mwah. Uh, goodbye everyone for now. And I will see you all next week. See ya.